Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay would be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation. So they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Rico, suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico. Suave. Hey, what's happening with you? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I might be gang gang. Gang gang. <laughs> gang gang. Sock puppet nation. Gang gang. Gang gang. Three guys on. And Mike B. Gang gang. Gang. Right back at gang. you. Gang. <laughs> I think we got to start a three guys on compound. What do you think? Gang bang. Gang gang. The jig so we're going to start a three guys on compound. If these people would consistently put out podcasts, we could have a network. <laughs> Mike B, how often do you record your podcast? Um, I'm back to once a week again. Once a week. What's the name of the podcast? Open Mic Radio Podcast. Yeah, you're consistently Open Mike doing podcasts. Yeah. Open Mic, uh, M-I-K-E, Radio Podcast. It's a dope podcast. And I have the uh, family podcast with my daughter. It's like a 15 minute podcast I have my daughter She hosts it Tramway's daughter I just, I just let her in I just engineer it I hear about her <laughs> I hear about her third Her third um, Russ Green want to do that shit With my daughter and his daughter well, Is uh, time for that. <laughs> Well Russ has a busy life yeah. It's hard to get him to commit To every week yeah. like that <laughs> um, So your daughter Basically is the host Yep And she uh, Does she even Have you on mic Or I'll be on the mic. I try to steer her in a certain direction. Okay. And then once I get her in that direction, I let her go for like 15 minutes. That's okay. the attention span that she has right now at the third grade. It's what is the name minutes. of this podcast? Um, The Family Podcast. I'm going to look it up. The yeah. Family Podcast? Mm-hmm. Is it on Podbean as well? Exactly. It's on It's on the same network as the Open Mic Radio Podcast. Oh, well, okay. Podbean app then. Yeah, uh, the family podcast, and the, do your other children make appearances? Uh, sometimes my son pops up, but he's he's six now. Okay, so he has like a two minute attention span. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole show is like fifteen to, f- between ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah. So but, the the uh, how old is your daughter? Um, she is eight. She's okay. eight. Um, I get them confused because um, my daughter, like I said, my son just had a birthday. So um, why is it not coming up on this search? What's the logo look like? Uh, I gotta look at it myself. The family oh, yeah, it's podcast. Me. Yeah, this is. It should be me looking like Drake. Open mic radio podcast. I mean, I'm just gonna look up for open mic radio then, because it's under. It's on your banner of open mic radio. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there's a whole. I mean, you know, if, if other if other puppets want to start podcasts, we could figure something out. Huh. We've talked about this. We've talked about this before. Uh, it's got, they got to be consistent. That's me. I'm, I'm there. I, I got you. Talked I got about I did, this my, before. I have a whole studio in my we in don't my. Don't fuck uh, around like this. <laughs> Wait. So where's the family? You sure, you want to get to bed with us, man? Uh, <laughs> all episodes. Yeah, all episodes. It should be. 
Oh, hey, Saudi Arabia's foreign minister called Jamal Khashoggi's, Khashoggi's murder a mistake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah. Uh, mistake and cut his ass up with a bone saw. It's in there. All right, I'm going to look to Podbean's website then. Yeah. It was yeah, it was an accident. I mean, who how else would I mean, come on. Who doesn't carry around a bone saw right. with them to the <laughs> grocery store? Yeah. <laughs> does that t- not happen? Who doesn't take a private plane with a bone saw? <laughs> you know what we didn't talk about on Monday was Jeff Bezos. We didn't took we can do that after we got emails. We did get an email. Hold on, I'm gonna try to find this podcast real quick. We got like one email. We got some uh comments on Patreon as well. By the way, uh shout out to um we had a three guys on show at the, at the DC Draft House last week. Small but mighty crowd. That's what you guys were saying. And I was over at I was at um, the Tyson's Parthenon. Yeah, my brother and me. <laughs> oh, okay, hang on. Yeah, I was at Tyson's Parthenon Comedy Club. <laughs> Tyson's Parthenon. <laughs> yeah. I was at <laughs> Center Center Court Tyson's well uh, Wembley Stadium <laughs> Comedy Club. So I was yeah. over there. They have a good crowds there. It's small but good. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I like to call it cafeteria. Small styles. but good. It was a good workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good workout. But we had uh, a podcast listener that came up to me after the show named Randall, and he was with his girl, who I believe What's her up, name Randall? was her name was Allison, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so shout out to them. Uh, Randall had emailed us before. He he knows charity, and he was the one that it, I guess heard us talking to charity. He was like, "Oh, I don't know why we got to bring her back." Yeah, and um, he got. I think uh, like almost all of our listeners, he came to us through Black Guy Who Tips. Shout out. And uh, yeah, so we had a good chat. It was cool. Um, my brother made this episode here. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is your daughter's podcast. Yep. Okay, let's listen. We're gonna listen. This is Inception right here. Yeah. Podcast on a podcast. I need that. I need that. I need that. Like, I need that. Um, I need that download. <laughs> One <of the> clicks. <laughs> I need the, yeah, I need. My name is Deja Brown. And you're, and you're listening to the open mic. The open mic podcast. Podcast. Pop. 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 Podcast. Did she just ad lib that, uh-huh. or did you tell her to do that? Oh, I told her to do it. Okay, that was just the intro. Yeah. All right, well, I don't want to play the intro. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Hey, oh, so everybody. you started. You know okay. what time it is? You hear the music, and you know what that means. It's another rendition of the family podcast. And uh, without any further ado, I'd like to bring my beautiful daughter and my special guest. Well, her special guest. Her daughter, well, her brother, excuse me. Um, You're killing me, Mike. Deja Vu. Hey, Deja. <laughs> no, I told you. It's just regular Deja. It's who? Deja. Just Deja this time. It's regular Deja. Uh, Aiden, do you have a nickname or something you want to say? Yeah, it's... In the microphone, son. My name is Aiden. You don't say your last name. <laughs> Aiden Clance Brown. No, don't say the full name, man. Golly. <laughs> But you anyway. left it in. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Deja, welcome everybody to your podcast. Hey, everybody. Hey, I brought a special guest in this studio. It is my only begotten brother, Aiden. <laughs> your only begotten brother? Yes, my <laughs> only brother in the world. Cool, cool. So, um, what's going on with you two, man? We're all um, brothers. I got y'all here. <laughs> yeah. Location, nothing. That, that's, that's top secret. We ain't got to do no locations or nothing. But what's going on with y'all today? What's, um, what's happening with y'all? They're you whispering. Eddie, you're the special guest, so you should say something. I always talk. <laughs> this sounds like a rehearsal. Let's talk. You said you wanted to be on the podcast. Now you want to. Now you all shy. Say something, man. Um. Sorry, sorry. This is the. This is the open mic. 
No, not, don't do a drop, man. That's... Okay, Aiden. <laughs> Never mind. All right, you know what? Yeah. This is going to be fun for them to listen to when they're like 40 years old. Yeah. They're going to love this. Yeah. So and I just do that. I do that because when I die, I want them to be able to yeah. reach back. And oh, that's cool. Christ, that is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, I, I think I'm that morbid sometimes. It's like I, home movies. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, like, hey, kids, when I die, yeah. which is going to happen, it's inevitable. Fun feel fact. Um, my daughter was, was supposed to be born on the first so it was like in February like the last part of February yeah um, and she would pass her due date the night we had a chance to pick her um, the date we wanted her born oh okay and uh, it was like a couple of days whatever I purposely chose March 2nd because our birthday would be almost 30 days apart so when I'm dead because my birthday is April 1st when I'm dead yeah. she like oh I, uh, <laughs> she just be sad Jesus Christ yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful <laughs> she'll never forget me <laughs> so I'm gonna go on a limb here and say she was never gonna forget you before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just, just gonna, in case, you just I'm never just gonna know. put that on a limb. You just don't. No, know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just never know. No, I know. You don't. <laughs> no crack habits develop. You don't know what happens. You know. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, my father. What happened? I don't know. He had he, cocaine. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, but she didn't forget you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she hated you, so she didn't forget you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of um, podcasts. I, I I don't know if you guys have been listening. Have you guys been listening to the Jason Weems podcast? No, that's the one about he passed away. The, the girl, the woman, who yeah. did it. It's good. It's called um, Carter. It's called the First Day Back podcast. If you had Patreon, if you had the three guys on Patreon, you could have heard me interview Jason. Yeah. About his about his uh, death experience. Yeah. Not even near death. 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 Uh, Jason's a comic from Baltimore. He died. All, he literally had an asthma attack and was his heart stopped for five minutes. Mm-hmm. He was. At a show on stage when the asthma attack hit. Anyway, uh, that was uh, May of 2017 when that happened. So he spent like a good year working back into getting in, you know, getting on stage and working out this new hour about it. And this podcast is kind of a documentary following him around. It's actually quite good. Um, mm-hmm. There are three episodes in. It comes out every Wednesday. There are only like 20 or 30 minutes each episode. It's called First Day Back Podcast. And he's, uh, he's our friend from Baltimore. Great comic. So check that out. I've been listening... Uh, Mm-hmm. Every week, actually, right when it comes out. Mm. Um, but also listen to the the open mic radio. Why not? Yeah, I need Why those. I need, I need those. Like those. Need those I clicks. Need, I need those clicks, man. I need those ones and twos. I'm actually going to work with Jason um, tonight. Actually, I know this is, is what we're doing on Sunday. Yeah. So it's going to be out Thursday. But I'm actually working with him tonight. Uh, I call him the Jay Z of comedy. Yeah, uh, so he's amazing. I can't wait to work with him. Yeah, because <laughs> I've, I've never like I, I, he does jokes. Okay, who is Andy of comedy? Andy, Andy is the, is a maestro. He's uh, very uh, surgical with it. Who's who's Tim? Of, who's the Tim of comedy? I'm like a Dr. Dre. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> who's who's the Tim of comedy? The Tim Timberland? Yeah. The Tim No. no Tim, Tim Miller. Tim Miller. Tim, 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 Tim Miller. Who's uh, who's he musically? Musically, Tim Miller. Um, He's yeah, like uh, like he can be surgical. Yeah. But he also yeah. I, I, problematic I, fave as Rod <laughs> Rod likes to call him. <laughs> That's I was I will I will go with um That's podcast. That's not stand up Tim. Math. Method man. Method okay. man, that's good. All right. That's yeah. a good one. That's Who's not Dominic. Bad. Dominic. Uh you know the now the easy layup would be Fat Joe. I'm not going to go Fat Joe. <laughs> yeah. uh, or, or, or Big Gerardo. Punisher. Yeah, or Big Punisher. <laughs> uh uh Dominic, he's more of a um not so because he's still he's you know he's still fairly new, but like he's like he's next, but he's there. Yeah. Yeah. But you know he's still like I would I'm not not quite Memphis Bleak, not Jaru, but <laughs> not Jaru. Yeah, not Jaru. I would I would say Lloyd Banks. 
Lloyd okay. Banks. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. That's a plan. And who am I? You're um you're uh The Rizza, the Jizza? Yeah. You, Are we going <laughs> You immediately can, can do something for Andy. You yeah. got something immediately for no, me? No, 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 Hold on, cause cause you're different. You're he didn't unique. actually name it, he just said surgical. He didn't yeah, even give me a surgical. rapper. Yeah, surgical. Is that a rapper? The the maestro. The maestro. When you said the maestro, I immediately thought of uh, I. When he when you said the maestro, I immediately (laughs) thought of uh, uh, Kamani from Marley. Kamani Marley, Mm -hmm. because all the Marley brothers. Yeah, he produces all their music. Uh, Okay, they call him the maestro. Right. You're like uh, Russell. Russell Simmons. Everybody respects you. Yeah, but he don't rap. Yeah, but but he does. But, I'm gonna catch, like, catch a case at some point. No, yeah, I'm catch a case. <laughs> at some point, at some point like, like everybody comes to you, like like you're, you're, like everybody comes to you to respect you. They seek your advice, your knowledge when it comes to comedy. I, yeah, I, I, I direct people to Andy. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember this. I just I, 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 without mentioning names, I just remember there was one one was in. T- um, Outside of town tavern. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and um, we were just talking about that fucking guy last week. Yeah, you, you missed it. Oh, that was oh <laughs> yeah. Did you get the group email he sent us, I, and then he I, left the group? I was like, I'm not even going. to He sent us a group. Me and Randolph uh, got a group email from it, and then he he uh, sent it to us, and then he left the group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like the first thing was his email to us, and then the next thing was this person has left, left the group. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, he had a go around at the, at the draft. He um, so he went up to uh, Randolph, and he was like, "Hey man, um, can I talk to you? You know, but like, and then like without blinking, <laughs> Randolph like, yeah, because you're hot right now. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that is true old man shit. You are. You're high right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot right there. Stop being so hot. Right he was hot on them streets. <laughs> right then in that moment, I was like, yeah, "All right, I'll talk with you, but I don't know." What <laughs> it was started with talking to Jelani, and then yeah. it, and then it shifted off. I was like, "Oh, and it comes this motherfucker right here." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, can I can I talk to you for a little bit? And then, like you're like, yeah, man, because you're hot. Like, big great bust out laughing. <laughs> it was just like that uncle, like, hey, man, you know, you just gotta well, you just gotta stay off these streets, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We had another talk the other day, and Andy and I was talking. As soon as I started talking to me, Andy came walking around the corner. Yeah, I was just happened to be walking up. Both of us. Yeah. You know, he tried to walk by like he didn't see the shit. I'm like, you see this shit happening, Andy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to go sneak in your ass. I was like, there. what's going on? <laughs> Do what? Andy pulled out the phone. Yeah. See this shit happening. Put in some earbuds. <laughs> you don't see this shit. Uh, we got some comments on Patreon. Uh, we'll go through those first. Last week. Um, this was from Shay Randolph. You did that celebration dance on Instagram. Then your daughter's team got beat, huh? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> little kids. That's little kids sports. <laughs> that's little kids. <laughs> also, Dominic Killer Mike's show is not good. It's a good premise that is tainted with his hotep foolery. You know, he does have a little bit of hotep in him. It's not. It's yeah. not on. It's not on any kind of crazy levels. It's not. Dr. Boyce Watkins, who people were getting at today on yeah. just today on Twitter, yeah, who has gone that hotep that hotep line, but but Mike could go in that direction if he was exposed to the right, yeah, <laughs> things. She says uh, he went to a school and told kids they will never need algebra and they should be being taught how to repair things. Also, he went to a strip club and only tipped the black women in efforts to quote support black business. That could be a funny joke, but that is, that is. Um, a matter of fact. I would love specifically Andy to watch so he can but what about everything that Killer Mike does <laughs> just for the first few episodes. All right, I'm going to I'm going to put that in my queue. He was pretty good on that Breakfast Club interview. I don't really fuck with Breakfast Club like that, but I had yeah. seen him floating around. What caught my eye was he I kept seeing this thing pop up in my feed about Killer Mike on interracial marriage. I was like, "Here we go." Yeah. First of all, 
Why you keep recommending this to me, YouTube? <laughs> Didn't want you to go. <laughs> the algorithm knows. They know I'm. They know I got a white wife. Though, it? <laughs> you know. So I looked at. I looked at that in between my uh, my James Baldwin and Tanazi coach are throwing this at me now. <laughs> you know. So I, I looked at it. It was not bad. I, I can do without the other people on there, but he had some good things to say about um, neighborhood schools versus private schools, which I I agree with. Me and Haywood were talking about that about Dominicans thinking that they ain't black. Yeah. He said, how you how do you know I'm black? Cause I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you. That's how I know. I'm not black. I'm yeah. in blackface. Uh, <laughs> Dominic, who is a patron, commented, "Hotep foolery." I'm even more intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a comment from Jimmy. I agree with Randolph 100% on Cardi. But keep in mind, Amazon is paying the NFL $65 million a year to stream games. Mm-hmm. There are so many conf- conflicts to navigate. It hit me midway through the season when there I kept are. hearing commercials for Thursday Night Football. I didn't renew Prime last August, and once I realized where my money was going, I said, fuck them. Peace, y'all. Keep up the good work. It wasn't until I stopped watching that I realized how ingrained in the culture football really is. You don't realize it until you try to put it down. Bless him because I need that two-day shipping for free. Oh, you got to make your decisions, man. It's you got to make your decisions. Sometimes next day. Yeah, I need that too. That's what I would tell people. That's why I haven't done And that's why when I, st- when I stopped watching, I'm not running around telling people mm. what you should or shouldn't be doing. I'm yeah. not telling you, hey, watch that shit. I will point out the shit that the NFL is doing. I have no problems doing that. But you got to decide for yourself. I need that today. You know? The only reason I talked about Cardi was because she said something specifically. Mm-hmm. And it was counter to what she said, in my opinion. You know, yeah. uh, but like you got to fuck with Amazon. And say, I got no problem with that. It yeah. just that just shows you the levels that people are the things that people will allow, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just the and the uh, the hypocrit- the hypocritical nature of the NFL and fans yeah. <laughs> and fans of the NFL. I, I did watch the Super Bowl. I like how they went out of their way to make sure they it was like and the NFL players and the NFL <laughs> with all these different civil rights, right. <laughs> yeah. learning about civil rights yeah. and blackface. No, they don't. <laughs> just, like they, just like they care about women, right? Meow. <laughs> just like that. In my Cardi B voice. Meow. Uh, we got a email from Nikki hey, about Nikki. episode eight hundred five, which was the Patreon episode last week called Moonwalk. Mm. Hey guys. When I heard about the Northam news, I immediately thought, oh, 3GO is going to have a ball with this. And y'all did not disappoint. All the riffing was spectacular. It was fun. I couldn't catch my breath from cracking up so much. Andy, I love your old white man voices. (laughs) (laughs) From Bernie's Deli to Crickerbur, Mitch, and now Ralph. I forgot about Bernie's Deli. (laughs) Yeah, that that came and went. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Uh, Bernie's Deli. (laughs) He's coming back. He's coming back. (laughs) And so are the specials. Um, that's on YouTube. That yeah, that Bernie's little Deli. thing that I did. Uh, <laughs> Bernie's Deli to Cracker Barrel, Mitch, and now Ralph Coon Man. Coon Man, so good. Coon on Man, a, Coon Man. Se- <laughs> Call him a Coon Man, everybody. <laughs> on a more serious note, it's heartening to hear Dominic talk in an affirming way, affirming way about his trans stepson. He loves his sons. My twelve-year-old, who was born female, came out as trans about a year and a half ago. From day one, my husband was extremely supportive, for which I'm grateful. I thought supportive was, I though supportive was a bit skeptical because it seems so out of the blue. A lot of stories I've read about the transgender experience all seem to include the person displaying signs from an early age. That wasn't the case with my child, but his therapist said that maybe. Stop for a second. Yeah. Did 
did you just not see them? <laughs> well, this is, I mean, the rest of the email. Yeah. The therapist said maybe because we didn't raise him with strict gender roles as far as toys and clothing. So maybe there wasn't anything to push back against because there were no strict rules. As someone who considered myself woke about LGBTQ issues, I'm ashamed of how I've been struggling with this. Not because I believe being trans is wrong, but I guess I never realized how hard it would be for me to let go of my baby girl. And also, as a parent of a black child, I already have the general worry of how the world will treat my child, but now the added layer of him being a trans person has my fear and anxiety through the roof Luckily, we live in a fairly liberal town and we're near Philly, which has a significant LGBTQ community, but I still worry about the bigots who are more emboldened with 45 in office. Anyway, I could go on and on and on. Sorry I made it in Andy's whiny voice about me. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I needed to vent. Great show as always, guys. Take care. Well, you should be worried. Well, and I've got every right to be worried. You know, Dominic, uh, he talks about it on stage, but there's a he went to a support group like mm-hmm. for parents of trans children. I bet there's a lot of people who are like, we need in, to put our heads into together. That. So look into yeah. that. Look into support groups. Put your heads together with some other people and get your it child out. into a boxing into a boxing uh, class. Get him into the gym. I'm dead ass serious, by the way. Mm. Get him into. I got Gregorio now. I, I mm. spoke with him about that. He's looking into kickboxing classes. Yeah, boxing I, just, classes. I just put my kids in the UFC. UFC? Yeah, we got a UFC gym. Not a gym fan there. of that. Not a fan of UFC gyms. Not a, not a real not Damn, a real fan of Mike, God. <laughs> Why'd you do that to your kids? Because <laughs> it's right up the street. <laughs> yeah, it's right up the street. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it's It's UFC 1. It says UFC. Yeah. One of those. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of those. Mm. Only because I'm not a fan of uh, what they teach you in there is not. I'm not a fan of it. Mm. I think you might. Uh, I mean, it was close. It is what it is, yeah. you know. What you get a boxing in a boxing gym? A real, I'm talking about a real boxing gym. I'm talking about no bullshit boxing gym. Mm-hmm. What you get out of there, or what you get out of a, a standard karate dojo? Mm. Uh, mostly, kickboxing gym, maybe a jujitsu class, a real jujitsu class, mm-hmm. versus what you get out of a UFC class. They're just different. Okay, they're just different. Now I gotta go on Yelp. <laughs> yeah, find a nice Cobra Kai dojo. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go to Cobra Kai. You want to find Mr. Miyagi, right? Or Jackie Chan, right? <laughs> Teaching you at the house. Uh, our last email is from Rihanna. Episode seven seven eight seven. Turn up is the title. Hey guys, I'm a few episodes behind per usual, but listening to episode 787 and the talk about theme songs got me thinking. Whatever happened to the Herbie Gill Randolph's voice uh, intros? Herbie Gill and from way back in the yeah. day. Those are always my faves. Hashtag, today's freeloaders will never know. Hashtag, nope. put, people put hashtags in emails now. Hashtag, there since the beginning. Hashtag OG10s. That's all. Thanks for a dope mm-hmm. podcast. Rihanna, not a Herbie Gill. <laughs> not a fucking freeloader for Rihanna. Now, here's what we used to do for the newer listeners. Uh, we used to just play regular songs for like a minute before, and then we would start talking. We didn't have theme songs. Right. And Herbie who lived with Tim, so he was always there, uh, has a good like announcer voice, like yeah. deep voice. Strip club announcer. <laughs> yeah. So we made up all these things for him to say. It was like, you're now listening to the Three Guys on Podcast with Randolph Terrence, Andy Klein, and Tim Miller. They're bitches, just trying to raise a daughter. Yeah. Bitches leave. <laughs> yeah, bitches leave. You know, like we always had like a joke. Bitches leave. Yeah. <laughs> bitches leave. So we had a bunch of those that we had him do, and I would just plug them in like in post after we recorded. Mm. While the theme, while the whatever song was playing, and then like a few seconds later, Randolph would start talking. So we had a bunch of those, and then Herbie 
uh, moved out of Tim's place, so it wasn't really as convenient to get him to do more because he wasn't just around. Yeah. And then what happened basically was all of them said Randolph Terrence, Andy Klein, and Tim Miller. And then when well, Tim sure. started pulling away from the podcast, I still used them for a while, but I just thought, you know, it's, I think we even had one where he, maybe the joke was, and whoever's sitting in for Tim. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, that, so I, I kind of stopped using them. And then we got some theme songs from listeners, and I didn't want to cover up the theme song with Herbie talking. And then Herbie moved to New York. So he's not really nearby to do any new ones. We, sh- you know, we could always brainstorm other things to do, mm. like when the theme song is playing. But that, but we had a whole thing. We had a whole like, I had a whole folder. I probably still have it on my computer of all these Herbie bitches. Gill intros. Bitches leave. <laughs> You're now listening to the Three Guys on Podcast with Randolph Terrence, Andy Klein, and Tim Miller. Bitches, bitches leave. leave. <laughs> bitches leave. It would be whatever. Bitch, you know about bitches leave. Mm, you don't know about bitches leave. Pull up bitches leave. I need bitches It'll be just whatever our catchphrases were at the time. I would just sit on the couch saying that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you right. seen RoboCop? You seen RoboCop, right? Yeah, I've seen RoboCop. And you okay. don't know about bitches leave. Uh, he knows about we bitches talk about leave. the original RoboCop. Yeah, yeah, the original from like '87. The original. Mm. Okay, have fun. Um, <laughs> have fun. The main guy, what's his name? Boddicker. Boddicker, mm-hmm. the main bad guy. He who is red from um, that 70s show. Okay. <laughs> he walks into a room to confront a guy, and the guy has like like four four like hookers, hookers. In <laughs> four hookers in the room. And um, and when he enters the room, he doesn't want the hookers around anymore. Yeah. So this is the scene. How you doing? Uh, uh, uh. Bitches leave. <laughs> 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 and they did. <laughs> they, they left. They grabbed their purses <laughs> and left. How you doing? That uh, music. Uh, uh, bitches leave. Bitches leave. Gee, <laughs> Poppy. Bye. And they left. Bye, I just, Poppy. I, I would just sit on the couch saying that. So I watch the TV. Bitches leave. Bye, Poppy. <laughs> bitches leave. Call you later. That guitar string is killer. <laughs> bitches leave. He's also got a shotgun in a man's face when he says yeah. it. Bye. But his lips never moved. We had a bunch of those. <laughs> little, little catchphrases. He just emoted. Yeah, what else do we have Herbie say? We had like side effects include such and such. You're not listening, blah, blah, blah. Side effects include and a whole list of things. Um, yeah, we had a lot. I forgot all the things we had Herbie say, but we did it every now and then just when Herbie was around. Like, hey, Herbie, come here. Do this one. We would <laughs> think of one. And uh, yeah, they're just trying to raise a daughter. That was one. That was one. Yeah. They're just trying to raise a daughter. That was before. <laughs> that was before Tim was trying to raise a daughter. <laughs> Turns out Tim's trying to raise a daughter now. You guys are the Simpsons. <laughs> I predicted this. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a whole era of the podcast when you could look forward to a, a joke intro during the opening theme during song. The opening. Bitches we'll, leave. We'll do more. I can do an announcer voice. I can. <laughs> you had a great bitch, McConnell. <laughs> you, should do, you should do a lot of this stuff in Mitch McConnell voice. Or Bernie Sanders. Or Bernie. Yeah, the Bernie's Deli thing is still on um, our... I'm going to look for it right now. They're still on our YouTube page. The uh, During the campaign in 2016, I think it was we were recording with Haywood, mm-hmm. and it was a speech where Bernie... I think it was when like like some Black Lives Matter activists took the mic from him. Oh yeah, that's that's what, that's when they propelled him to um, in Seattle. Yeah, and we were watching that clip, and I think I commented, "It sounds like he's a guy who runs a deli." 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Bernie's Deli. Um, and then that's just how we riffed on that. And then I did this Bernie's Deli intro. Yeah, it's still on there. 413 views. Yeah, you got not bad. Speaking <laughs> a lot of downloads. After all these years. <laughs> yeah. Let me see our videos here. Gang, gang. That was probably the last video we posted. What is this other three guys on Ginger Ale final? Why is that on our page? What is that? Did someone hack us? You've been hacked. <laughs> oh, no. This is uh, Tim's video. Why does it say Ginger Ale final? <laughs> oh, this is, must be a thing that he meant to make private. Tim did a three-camera shoot once of the podcast. and He was like setting up all his video equipment to like, maybe do video of it. Mm -hmm. This video was posted April 6, 2016 at Tim's place. And yeah, he's got all three cameras going. And I'm wearing, literally in the video, wearing the shirt that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> how long I've had this shirt. Probably less faded back then. All right, so there you go. That's the, I guess that's not the uh, most recent video. But Bernie's Deli is still on um, our three guys on YouTube page. There it is. Hey, everyone, it's me. Bernie Sanders of Bernie's Deli and Presidential Campaign. Uh, I'm not serving up social justice. I'm busy serving up delicious sandwiches at Bernie's Deli that people come in and order from our wall of fame. Sandwiches like the Barry Manilow, which is mayonnaise on sourdough. Or the John Denver which is mayonnaise on Wonder Bread, also known as the white-on-white -white crime. People love it. But recently, a Black Lives Matter activist came into the store and said, Hey, Bernie, how come you don't have any brothers up on the wall? <laughs> Good question, Black Lives Matter activist. That's why, starting today, I'm proud to announce three new sandwiches right here at Bernie's. First off, you can try the Hammy Davis Jr., <laughs> which is brown sugar ham on challah bread or a bagel. Jewish. Because I side with Israel. <laughs> or you can try the George Washington Turkey Carver. Hand-carved dark meat turkey <laughs> on rye bread. And the price is only peanuts. Literally, you can pay me with a handful of peanuts. I don't care. And my favorite new sandwich on the menu, the Lisa Ribeye Lopez. You won't be too proud to beg for this sandwich that comes with thinly sliced ribeye steak flame broiled in a bathtub. In all of our new sandwiches, she sent Andre Risen's house on fire, fire by starting a fire in a bathtub. I'm a Nicole come with Nat King coleslaw, by the way. This cabbage, it's unforgettable. Just like that one time, those Black Lives Matter activists jumped on stage at my speech and almost ruined my entire campaign. But I digress. So come on down to Bernie's and try out one of our new sandwiches. And if you have braids in your hair, it's half off. Just tell them Bernie sent you. There you go.
There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna need that Lisa Lopez. <laughs> Lisa Lisa ribeye Lopez. Lisa ribeye. I, I need that. Yo. I need that thinly sliced. Thinly sliced ribeye steak. <laughs> Flame broiled in a bathtub. <laughs> I need that, yo. Um, I, I need it. That's the, that's the, uh, people don't always get that reference. She started a fire. She set some Burned shit on fire, fire in Andre in Rises' bathtub. bathtub. Yeah, that was the second time she did. She did that. Burned his house down. The first time, it was just a regular porcelain tub. The second time, the tub was made out of fiberglass. <laughs> yeah, set on fire. She like, oh. Yep, I put the whole. I got mad at him through all his clothes. The house down. <laughs> it's a Channel Five chopper. We got uh, aerial footage of Andre Rise's house up in flames. <laughs> Shortly after that, Andre Rise lost all his money. But that's a different yeah. story. Yeah, he lost that's all his money. That's for ESPN. Do no no, do no no. ESPN thirty yeah. for thirty broke. In the fact, thirty for thirty. Did you see time. the Deion Sanders thirty for thirty? No, they just did another one, right? They just did one about him playing baseball and football on the same day, and all the all the politics with the two teams that went along with that. But they were interviewing Andre Risen because he was on the Falcons, and he's like in an apartment. <laughs> I was like, oh, he, he never got his house back. You could see the other rooms, <laughs> like behind them. You could see, like, oh, he's just in a little side room. So maybe it was someone else's apartment. Maybe he went there to record. They do that those, those things in hotels sometimes. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> he's still wearing shades. Maybe, of course like, he is. He's still mad. I know she passed away, but at the end of the day, yeah. she ain't had to burn my damn house. <laughs> Right, that was twenty years ago. Both can be true, you know. She yeah, both can be true. Tragically passed away, and also she didn't have to burn my house down. She didn't have house. to do to that. The fucking but ground. I am going to go to Bernie's to get me one of those Lisa <laughs> Ribeye Lopez. Ribeye Lopez. <laughs> we get one of those, and they all come with Nat King coleslaw. I got a couple of peanuts in my. Bernie's pocket. trying to get back in the paint too, so this could come back. Yeah. And those Bernie Bros. Was that it for our emails? That was it for the emails we hey. had. Uh, and some comments on Patreon. But once again, you can comment on Patreon. You can email us at three guys on at Gmail. And you can tweet at us. We don't always read the tweets on the air, but we get no, them. No, but I do try to answer them. Yeah, we don't always uh, Let me get, them. get super active on Twitter. But we did get a couple tweets last week. People right. tagged us we and shit. We try to answer them. So thank yeah. you. Appreciate y'all. Also appreciate uh, a new fan. any new fans coming to Twitter who saw me perform. Hopefully this you one gentleman who saw me. If you come here, thank you, sir. Appreciate yeah. you. You want to talk about um, start with Michelle Rodriguez? Well, that's. I guess we should start with Liam Neeson. Yes, Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> because that story came out right after we recorded last week. Right. And, of course, classic. We didn't uh, get a chance to talk about that at all last week. Did it we? hadn't happened yet. Yeah. I don't think. No. I wrote um, about it on, on uh, <laughs> those who don't know. Every Wednesday, I'm writing something now that will be posted on Medium as well as on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And I wrote, I did write about blackface. So I Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson. The story came out. He's promoting a movie yeah. <laughs> poorly, <laughs> and uh, this is sad. The story came out. I think on Monday because we mm-hmm. recorded on Sunday. We recorded during the Super Bowl Sunday right. night. So the story came out. Uh, everybody knows the story. He meant talked about how like 40 years ago, his female friend of his got raped. He like wasn't. He was out of town. He came home. He heard the story. She didn't know who the guy was. She knew he was a black man. But so that's he went about on it. the hunt for like so five days. Went on the hunt. He went to a rage and decided uh, a black man will pay. Right. And decided and he went specifically to black neighborhoods and just walked the earth. Yeah. Essentially, he said hoping, hoping someone, would, someone would, would have a go at him. Now here's the thing. I feel like 
he probably like when he walked past people on the street, he probably like bumped their shoulders a little mm-hmm. bit. Like he probably did a little bit of mild instigation, right. hoping someone, or he said, as he said, someone would fall out of a pub drunk right. and you know step on a foot. You know, people start fighting. Yeah. So he was, hey mate, you're on my puma. You know, right? And but he was looking to yeah. kill someone to kill to kill a black person, um, which would be sad. specifically yeah. any black man he could find. Yeah, that'd and be so the, that'd be the wrong day for um, Governor Northam to be the blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Just my damn luck. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong wrong time. You know what? Sometimes you just you just gotta look. You just gotta laugh. Look, it wipes off. Oh shit! I can't get it off. You just gotta laugh. Anybody who's used paint bed knows it's hard to get off. And look, uh, coon man doesn't mean I'm black. (laughs) So, so Liam Neeson after like he said because he gave another interview where he gave a little more info. He said after about five. Five days. Different evenings over the course of like a week and a half of doing this, he like snapped out of it. He was like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? Oh, what? Uh, I got to stop doing this. And then <laughs> he was telling the story as like uh, a redemption story. Like, a, yeah, like this. Taken five. I noticed something about Well, the myself. reason why he told the story is because the movie is about seeking vengeance. Yeah, it's a revenge I read thing. the. I read, did you read the article from the reporter? I just saw the, I just skimmed asked it. him about it? Yeah. I read that one. And the guy was just like, you know your your character in this movie. Your son is killed, and then you take vengeance on the people who killed him. Um, he seemed like a good guy in the movie. How does a good how does a good person get pushed into the, get to this point in their life? Let me tell you a story. <laughs> Actually, and, and then he goes into the story. To him, the story is not about seeking out and killing somebody black. The story is about taking vengeance. That's what the story is about for him. He doesn't give a shit about the about the. It didn't even occur to him that this is pretty fucking racist. Yeah. Not at the time. No. Looking back is when he's like, I, you know, I'm not proud of this. Blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. So he's also yeah. in his like 60s now. So yeah. I mean, he's. Uh, he, but there are people who are also in their 60s who would know that it was pretty fucking racist. Well, I mean, yeah. there's a guy who shot up a Jewish community center right. a couple of years ago <laughs> <laughs> and didn't even hit any Jews. It was weird. But you know, he's he had some. He was an old guy too, right? Who had had a history of like making threats, right? Right. But Liam Neeson's whole point was, I learned something about myself. You know, the redemptive angle. Mm-hmm. I, you know, which is whatever that that could be yeah. true. Oh. Um, it was never about race with him though. It was all yeah. about vengeance is bad. Right. <laughs> Seeking vengeance is bad. Oh, well, yeah, we know that. I wonder what snapped it out of it. Though. I wanted it on that. According to him, power walking. Oh, power walking. No, I think power walking was what helped him in the long term. Yeah. He decided like that's basically what people are doing in these situations is they're offloading away. They're offloading their anger into yeah. power walking away. Yeah, well, he's off. People offload their anger with exercise. <laughs> people will hit a heavy bag. In his case, he looked dead. Andy looks dead at me. He just <laughs> he just walks hard. <laughs> he will hit a heavy. Yeah, bag people hit a heavy. You know about that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> six videos on Instagram right now. <laughs> yeah, but fifty one. His anger dump was some was going to be another. It was going to be a black dude. Right, that was going to be his anger right, dump. Right, right, right. And some people's anger dump is, you know, getting into arguments on Facebook all day. Some people <laughs> do that. Some people, but he eventually found yeah. power walking. He said he power walks two miles a day now. And uh, that's, I guess he's done that for a long time. What he doesn't seem to, to get, burn the anger off. Yeah, what he doesn't seem to get is that his, his seeking vengeance was based in racism. Yeah. Well, right. Was based in the superiority of white supremacy. Because he could have said, I'm going to go find me a man yeah. to kill. To kill right. You know, because men did this to you. Yeah. You know, like old, like old, um, 
old uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Watch out for man. Because <laughs> 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 no. men did this to you. But no, for him it was specifically black men and any black man. Yeah. It's all a stand-in for whoever did it. Right. Yeah. Any black man. Well, that's racism right there, buddy. That's it. He was go- he was going <laughs> to the neighborhoods. He was like, I'm trying to kill me a black man. But every right, black man right. he saw, like, hey, man, that's a dude from Tacky. You can <laughs> hey, let's get a picture with him. Hey, he got some tail. No, I'm mad right now. No, you're not. Come that's on. He's power walking. <laughs> He's power walking. Gotta so get away. Take a, so they take a picture. It's based in racism, and he doesn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that aspect is completely over his head. And if he's try, you try to point that out to him, it's, well, I'm not racist. Well, yeah, actually, you are. Mm. Well, you and know, for him racism also, it's not just based on interpersonal relationships, even though you actually were going to carry out an interpersonal right. negative re- reaction with somebody. Yeah. That was your plan. But also he decided that this was like when people are dumping out their anger, they yeah. have to find where to put it. Right. And he, for him, this was an appropriate place to dump mm-hmm. out his anger was just any black, any dude black person who falls out of a bar at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, could get it after so, I step on his after I step on his foot. Yeah, and he yeah. gets mad. Yeah, then I'm gonna kill him. Then I can feel like it was justified. Right now, the other angle for this is this was 40 years ago, and people now there's two camps that have that formed. Obviously, the camp is like this guy's a piece of shit racist. Mm-hmm. There's all the other people who are like, oh wait a minute, this happened a long time ago, mm-hmm. and you know he's not that person anymore, et cetera, et cetera. I think both of those can be valid. But I think what people aren't getting is that, let's say, like, uh, look, if you just heard about this, let's say you, let's say you've been in a relationship for twenty-five years, mm-hmm. you've been married to someone for twenty-five years, and they come to you and they say, "By the way, uh, back in year one, I cheated on you, mm-hmm. but I worked on myself. I power walk a lot now, <laughs> and it, I'm not that person anymore." Now that very well may be true, but you just heard it. So yeah. you're mad now. You can't take a time machine back 24 years and say, so you, people are justifiably mad now because they just heard about it now. Yeah. And so this whole thing about like, why are you guys so mad? It happened a long time ago. Also, don't, before, you know? as far as the cheating on thing, it said, yeah. I cheated on you in year one, but I worked on myself. Therefore, you don't get to be mad. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you Not, I cheated on you. I need you to know this thing. Yeah, because this is part of the work on myself. Because even though you and did these this, are things we're going to work on. If you did this twenty four years ago, it just happened to me to now. Right, right. Yeah. These so are things we're going to work on. To people who are like, who are like saying, "Well, hey, everybody. I mean, you know, what's he supposed to do? Like, it just happened a long time ago." So yeah, but it just happened to everyone who heard That's it. That's why AA has that thing of. You need to go back and seek redemption from people. Right. Yeah. People laugh at that a lot. But that's a part of that's a part of the AA process. That's why. Yeah. You got to go back and you got to make these amends. At least try to. Yeah. You know, I have a cat I know from Austin who was a raging alcoholic and who's now dealing with cirrhosis of the liver. And he write he's writing this journal every every couple of days. It'll pop up when you it always starts when you have cirrhosis of the liver and then he'll write <laughs> a long thing right. about. Mm-hmm what he's dealing with and stuff like that. This motherfucker could die. Yeah. She's taking a lot of medications and stuff like that because he was an alcoholic for years. He talks about he's been married for years. His sons, he talks about these interactions with his son, how his son is really mad at him. He's still, I mean, his him and his wife aren't divorced. They've been together this whole time, but his son is like, you were a piece of shit dad. Mm. Yeah. And all he, he has to go, yes, I was. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, You're right. First of all, I was. <laughs> I was. And he and he does that, mm-hmm. you know. My problem with Liam Neeson is that he doesn't see the racial as it doesn't even occur to him. It's just about the seeking of the vengeance, which is wrong. But he doesn't and that's how ingrained the racism is into not just our society, but society's period. And then you see how ingrained it is in our society where people are, are in a rush to defend him. You know, I think also um, the audience for that interview was white people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is going to be something that, I mean, it's, it's like... And black people fuck with Liam Neeson. That's well, right. Yeah. We fuck with Liam right. Neeson. That's why he couldn't do what he had to do, what he was trying to do because we kept, <laughs> they kept dapping him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we fuck with Liam. Hey, hey, man. Man. hey you stepped on my shoe. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but the question is, I mean, these ugly truths. Like when people say, like white people, you got to get real about your feelings on race. You've got to, you've got to make sure you examine yourself and mm-hmm. you know do the work. This is what that looks like. Right. He might not have done all the work, but he's. No, I don't it even think. There. I don't even think he's doing the work because he's not really talking. Well, the racial aspect that. doesn't. He's getting that work. Yeah, well, but yeah, he's, he's getting, getting that. But, you're getting that work right now, son. Yeah. But this but, might be part of him doing the work. Yeah, ultimately. but he's not. You know, he's not recognizing the because there's an automatic re- of of flashback from white people of. Well, I'm not racist. Like, yeah, but the thing right. you're doing is racist. Right. You were doing something specifically that involved race. What do you? T- you don't see that. But if you, what I'm saying is, if the if the the request for white people is, you've got to be honest about who you are, examine who you are, mm-hmm. and and think about you know these ugly truths. Well, you're going to hear some ugly truths. Well, yeah. So I'm 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 fine with that, but I don't think he's doing a full examination of it. I think he's being dragged he's to do it. Pars- yes, he's partially Which, he has partially examined it. Yeah, but he didn't look at all of it because in order to look at all of it, it's ugly to look at. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I carry these racist ass shitty thoughts inside of me. What, the only way you're gonna you're gonna get in touch with them and pull them out of you is by knowing where it comes from and why. You know, right? It comes but that's from where part you were of raised, who we were raised around. But I don't think he even wants to. It doesn't sound to me at all. Like he's really interested in doing that part of the work. What he's interested in is saying is, I dealt with this with this spirit of vengeance. I purged it. I'm no longer Ghost Rider. Uh, <laughs> I purged the spirit of vengeance from my body. Put a lot of miles on these feet, and I'll mm-hmm. move forward. And you and know, so the fried chicken is good. What happens okay. if you see a what happens if you see a black guy? I don't know. If a black person steals something from you, are you then gonna go? Right on the fuck all fuck all niggas tangent again because that's basically what you were on when you were looking for one to kill the rehab. Or do <laughs> yeah. you see do you see black people as individuals now? Do you still see us all as groups? Do you see us as individuals that are equal to you, or do you still see us all as a group that is he doing those things? It doesn't seem like. Well, it. does he have to do all of it publicly? That's the other thing. Like, does he have to keep doing an interview every week so we know where he is? I don't know. So, He's the one who made it public. Like, yeah. the, and this so is now this, you've kind of put yourself in this position where I can doubt you in right. all times because you did this. But this is what I'm saying about receiving an ugly truth. Like, remember right. when Me Too started? Right. Morgan Spurlock, the supersize me guy, was like, right. just unsolicited, was right. like, actually, yeah. I've been bad to women a couple times. And right, was like, right, cancel right. him. <laughs> and he was trying to do that. Trying to he was trying honest, to lead yeah. a conversation of, let's all look within ourselves and be honest and be brutally honest if necessary. And it was like, cancel. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I'm like, well, what when people say, You've got to look within yourself and maybe expose some ugly truths about yourself. Those people are—are are they ready to hear those truths? 
So what you know what is supposed to happen there? And I'll tell you this about. I know Me Too is different than racism, but, but yeah, you know well, what that's, is supposed that's to happen a big there? part of it. But I'll tell you this about black people: is if 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 somebody white says, "Yeah, I hunted black people to kill because I," right? Doesn't I'm looking at Mike now? Doesn't part of you just go, <laughs> "Of course, yeah"? yeah. Like we, we, you looked it, you looked the part, right? <laughs> Part but of you, you did just, a couple of Tekkens. Doesn't a part of you just go, of, of course you did. They, you, you all do. Of course you did. So who this is really for is for white people. That's what I'm saying. It's for white this people. This is who this is really for. Yeah. No <laughs> shock. not for us because we're not shocked. Of course you did. Right. Of course, of course you did. I'm not racist. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it's okay, man. A lot of white people are like, you too? You hunted? I was, I was out there too. I was, yeah. I was in the same clubs. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but then what's this woman... Um, What's her name? Michelle Rodriguez. What's this? I got the article. I'm going to pull up. Because then other, like, people who know Liam Neeson and actors and stuff are trying to um, maybe come to his defense a little bit. Hey, guys. He's not racist. Michelle Rodriguez apologizes for Liam Neeson comments. Michelle Rodriguez has apologized. She's an actress, I guess. I don't even know who that is. She, you do know who she yeah. is. What is she in? She's a tough girl, and she's every Latino tough girl. Oh, Fast okay. and Furious. Avatar. Okay. Oh, that girl. <laughs> that she, girl. She goes blackface. <laughs> oh, her? Yeah, she's one of those uh, that goes blackface. Michelle Rodriguez has apologized for her comments in defense of Liam Neeson, the in which she claimed the actor could not be racist given how he kissed Violet Davis in An Widows. actor in a, in a scene. Can't yeah. be, you dumb, you dumb, dumb, um, dummy. Here's her quote. <laughs> to my friends and colleagues and my fans and community. She got that work. <laughs> I, I, I was part of that work. Yeah. <laughs> she got that work. She's doing a lot of walking. Yeah. Uh, I want to deeply apologize for my recent choice of words and poor use of example. This is her publicist, by the way. This is her. Yeah, it was on Instagram, too. In a pressure-filled situation, I defended a friend in the wrong way. Pressure-filled. Yeah. A simple little question. Hey, what do you think of Liam yeah. Neeson? Pressure. I now realize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn into a diamond. Pressure. <laughs> I now realize how insensitive it was, and I had no intention of evoking such a terrible historical comparison i've learned from this and i will grow from it mm -hmm. uh so here's the context during an interview with vanity fair rodriguez claimed a lot of Nixon, pressure in talking to vanity fair yeah in a hotel room they're known for those tough interviews <laughs> sprinkling water Spark <laughs> sparkly water can we take a break sure sure <laughs> oh. no problem you gotta go pee or something this bathroom yeah. right over there <laughs> oh, okay yeah, got, got strawberries you want some yeah, yeah. rodriguez claimed that neeson isn't racist on account of the passion he exhibited while making out with viola davis in the film widows Acting. Dude, have you watched Widows? His tongue was so far down Viola Davis's throat. You can't call him a racist ever. This sounds like a comic riffing. You can't call him a racist <laughs> Come ever. Come on, right? Racists don't make out with the race that they hate, huh? huh? Especially in the way he does with his tongue. He got paid, huh? right? So deep down her throat. <laughs> Um, first of all, obviously, slave masters did, did <laughs> more than tonguing. Yeah. More than that. Um, Shout out to Thomas Jefferson. Yo. <laughs> 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 um, Rodriguez drew substantial criticism for her comments, leading many users on Twitter to call out the actress for her ignorant example. The acclaimed television producer Shonda Rhimes called out Rodriguez for her display of willful ignorance. Blackface. Um, Oh, and then the, now this is the part of the article where they just they just have the list of tweets. <laughs> so Shonda Rhimes, the lack of historical context, bias, blindness, and willful ignorance required to open one's mouth. See, that's how this. I know when I've made it in this game that I'm in right now, when I can be <laughs> one of those <laughs> one of those type of teams. Because, I mean, you're going to go with Shonda Rhimes. You're going to go with Ava DuVernay. Yeah, know? but they got Tariq Nasheed in here, too. Yeah. yeah well, uh, <laughs> well <laughs> who the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Tariq Nasheed. You can't pick Randolph? Tariq Nasheed. Okay. Uh, 
Bishop Talbert Swan is one of the t- the well, tweeters. Bis- yeah, he's a he's a pretty serious player. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, so there's a few of those. And then so she they don't have Ray Ray sixty seven. Not so far. <laughs> no, not in this okay. list. No, not a default Twitter name. No default Twitter <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be a bot. Yeah. <laughs> he's never. He's Russia. <laughs> um, How the fuck is Tariq Nasheed? Because he has a lot of followers. A go-to. All the people in this particular article are verified. I mean, I can see like Ava. Yes. Uh, Shonda Rhimes. Well, Ava, Ava Duvernay is not here. Um, yeah. Shanita Hubbard. Tariq Nasheed. I think Bishop Ava was Talbot how Swan. I came to it because I saw her time. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Um, someone, the first comment in the comment section, if Trump said something similar to Liam's comments but referred to Latinos, she wouldn't be rational. <laughs> <laughs> you got to build that wall. You know yeah. why? Because <laughs> they're out there. They're raping. They're putting tongues down our throats. Putting tongues down our throats. Making passion. <laughs> it's lovemaking. So that was her, like... Uh, Basically, coming to the defense of her friend, she should have stayed stayed down. Right. Yeah, you, we've all said this. We say it again. You know what you could say is nothing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> you could just do that. And People if someone asks you, say, "Look, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. It's fucked up." It's Vanity Fair. They're yeah. going to let you go. They're not going to keep. Right. Not, you, you're not talking to Woodward and Bernstein here, where they're, they're just going to keep coming. How do you feel about this Lima Nisa thing? Who? Excuse me. What we talking, excuse me. Never heard of that person. <laughs> Who? Well, yeah, I was in the same. No, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's that Christ. over there? What's what? <laughs> she just started walking really ball. fast. Throwing on a smoke ball. <laughs> She's walking She's her ass off. <laughs> walking fast. Walking fast. You know, you could just say nothing. It's you okay. could just do that. It's yeah. okay to plead the fifth, or is yeah. it, or, or evo- executive privilege, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever you got to do. Right. <laughs> you could just do that. What about Lee Benison? I, I, excuse me, I can't answer that question in, a, in an open <laughs> setting. I would rather I don't know discuss this in a about. closed setting. Behind closed doors, please. About. I'm a little too. Cl- Here's what you can say. Look, I'm a little too close to Liam. I don't really feel comfortable. Yeah, I haven't spoken to Liam personally. I'd rather talk to him separately, privately. Let me talk privately. to him first. Yeah. And then I can't answer this question. Until, I, until I can talk to him. <laughs> G golly. I just can't open this. I can't answer this question. <laughs> you got to put a G golly on it. G golly. I can't answer this at all. Put a G golly on them shits. Well, gosh. I don't know what to think. Well, I hope so. I just can't do it in an open setting. G golly on them shits. That'll rain that shit in. Well, I can't answer that question. There's an open investigation, and I, I can't answer that question <laughs> yeah. you know, without Mueller's approval. <laughs> about Lehman Nisa, yes. yes. Mueller's investigating. I can't no go too much further. To I'm invoking uh, executive privilege. You think I'm bullying you? Go shit, go in that bathroom and say Robert Mueller's name three times in the mirror, and then he'll talk to you about it yeah. when he pops up behind you. <laughs> What's that over there? What you be? Come on, Kelly on. Take me away. <laughs> I'm out of here. Walking very fast. Jesus. So apparently Liam Neeson to this day power walks. So he's got a lot of anger. Yeah, that man is bad. He's carrying around a lot of a lot he, of issues. The movie only did ten million opening weekend. By yeah, the way, they too. canceled the red carpet event. So, like yeah. it's they didn't want to answer the question. You know how pissed that studio was. Like, they didn't want to answer the question because that studio probably probably set up the interview. Yeah, because it's like movie promotion. Right. And then they're like, they're reading the transcript. <laughs> like, oh shit, we spent the, all this money. The reporter was like, what was I supposed to do? Right. You did start you, saying, you start saying some shit like that. I'm gonna ask you some more questions. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did, <laughs> did y'all did y'all read this this um this Governor Northern um transcript? This is funny, right? That's not Governor Northern. Uh, Who's this? What? 
This ain't what God damn it. This guy we paid millions of dollars to to make a movie. God damn it. Listen, can you go get Viola Davis to come in and vouch for him? Can we do that? Come on, throw a, a G- contract G- with us. Get a G Golly in there. Hurry up. Get him in <laughs> Shit. What do you mean? This is not, this not the governor? What did Michelle Rodriguez say? God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Ooh, we're in trouble. <laughs> Only did ten million. That's 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 opening weekend. Huh. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Most I saw the commercial. I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna fuck with this movie. <laughs> House Party Two um, did at least yeah. uh, 11, <laughs> 11 million opening yeah. weekend. Yeah, this movie was in House Party Three territory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's how they that's how they measure movies in Hollywood. They're like, what kind of movie was this? It was a House Party Three. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna lose movies, my job. I recommend this movie Polar. On Netflix, P O L A R, Polar. Good. Check that out on Netflix. It's about a, uh, a hitman who's retiring. You retire. He works for a corporation of, that employs hitmen, and he's oh. retiring at fifty. Okay. It's that dude, Mads something that uh, England, that German actor who was in. Um, he's getting too old for this shit. He was in uh, <laughs> Special Resonance. He had just turned fifty, and I was like, "Oh, hey, look at this!" Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at this. He was in. Um, uh, uh, one of the Star Wars movies. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. He was in that Star Wars movie. Uh, the one where he 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 designed the the Death Star. Okay. Rogue One. Um, he was the guy who designed the Death Star. He was the girl's father in Rogue One. This movie has a twenty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I know, and it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's silly as shit. <laughs> it's right. Good. It's better than Bird Box. I haven't seen Bird Box. Johnny Knoxville's in it. If you like killing, (laughs) watch that shit. Also, an excellent sex scene, by the way. If you're between John Wicks. Yeah, yeah. uh, It's not quite John Wick level killing because they don't have the in-close violence. Right. Mm -hmm. That's some good food in the fight. There's some good killing in it. A lot of guns. John Wick has a a lot of just crazy, like over-the-top type shit. I watched him train for a man in his 50s. He trained with the Machado brothers in jiu-jitsu. That's the kind of shit you want your kid in. He trained with the Machado brothers, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of rolling and, and that kind of stuff. Richard Dreyfuss is in this movie, Paul. Yes, he is. Huh. Yes, he is. And All I right. believe that that, no, that's not the one. Was this straight to Netflix? or was Yeah, it it's a Netflix movie. Okay. Polar. Reviews. I like it. I enjoyed it. Um. <laughs> the first review from Variety. This abhorrent actioner. <laughs> abhorrent. Abhorrent. <laughs> about a morally conflicted hitman with a price on his head. Is he wasn't morally Here's the thing. He wasn't morally conflicted. Right. <laughs> he okay. wasn't morally convicted. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's funny because they always give you like the scathing paragraph. Um, if it weren't so busy slathering sadism, garish color schemes, and played-out rapid-fire editing on the Everything screen... Everything I like in a, <laughs> in a, a dumb-out movie. Polar <laughs> might make for a decent satire of corporate America. Yeah, oh, there's what, a lot of that in there. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of corporate... You can still get the corporate America satire. It's still there. I wish the subtext was the text. That's yeah. That was. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. A lot of the shit I like in a, in dumb out, in a dumb-out movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a positive review. This movie is amazing for what it was designed to be. Exactly. A dumb out movie. Classical sense of an unstoppable old soul determined to achieve his mission in a new world is just capturing. Okay, whatever. He wouldn't even know he was just 50. Yeah. Well, I guess it's old for Hitman. Yeah. This is my last kill. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make this one count. Well, the yeah. company makes you retire at 50. Oh, shoot. Just watch the movie. You work, they all work for a company, and then the company makes you retire at 50. Get a gold watch. That makes here. sense. Yeah. 
<laughs> I wouldn't want a 62-year-old hitman. No. I wouldn't. I mean, the, unless Richard Drivers was was a retired a retired hitter. Okay. You know, <laughs> raggedy ass looking Richard Drivers. There's no senior circuit, right? Where you only kill old people, right? Um, so your reflexes match your victims. I just um, did a quick research and um, House Party Two opened up as op- opened the weekend with six million. Sorry, House Party Two. <laughs> <laughs> that was back in 1990, oh. though. I wonder <laughs> what those dollars equal to now. Probably yeah. that was back in uh, that was back in 1990, though. When did the first one come out? 91. How was the big drop off between the first and the second? Let's you would see. think that the that the strength of the first would bring some people in for the first week. Yeah, I feel like the first one was yeah. The first one it opened up uh, House Party 1990. Um, open opening weekend made four million. But it kept growing. What are adjusted? I'd like to know adjusted dollars. But it kept growing, and there's a lot of uh, home video money that used to come out that used to make back then. Yeah. Now it's streaming. Check out that Tales from the Hood opening weekend. How about that shit? <laughs> like three and a half million. How about that CB4 opening weekend? Huh? About two and a half, Chris Rock. <laughs> half the budget went to Chris Rock. You see the Cubs owner now? They, he's, he's also a crazy racist. Well, the team said. They have to issue a thing like he doesn't actually do anything for the team. Oh, I'm sure his kids aren't racist. He's a co owner. So the first thing was that all of his like racist old man emails yeah. came out. The Splinter, they published a collection of his insanely yeah. racist emails. He's Let's just 77 years old. He's a billionaire. Here are the racist conspiracy emails rotting right wing billionaire Joe Ricketts' brain. He owns the Chicago Cubs. Joe Ricketts, 77-year-old self-made billionaire, since retired from Ameritrade in the early 2000s, poured tens of millions of dollars into state and federal elections, launching the ending spending super PAC to promote fiscal responsibility in 2010, and more recently donating vast sums to both anti-Trump and pro-Trump Republican organizations oh, he just during wants the 2016 elections. He wants everybody doing his bidding. Right. So they all want to be beholden to him. The Ricketts decided they could not sit back and watch Hillary Clinton become the next president of the United States. Oh. Well, he made that work. The time the family pledged their allegiance to the current presidential campaign. In the Monday election, the Ricketts family saw its fortune increase a reported $700 million in Ameritrade stock jumps, partially in response to the anti-regulatory atmosphere promised by the current administration, which is exactly why he threw his money behind him. The family's begrudging support of the current president's eventually paid off. On February 1st, Todd Ricketts was named the finance chair of the Trump Victory Committee, a joint, joint fundraising committee for the RNC and Trump's re-election campaign. Um, I scrolled down to see the emails he sent. Yeah, I'm trying to get. It's down all there. old man spam shit. Um, like Sean Hannity links and stuff. Uh, subject: like What old. Obama didn't get to air off, but Mr. Rick is below is a video link, video link about him being a Muslim. Obama calls himself a Muslim. I've never seen this before. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Radical Islam. Joe, I'm sending you several articles on Islam that are some interesting observations. Please let me give you my thoughts and attitude. I'm very conservative and selfish as I look at this as protecting my family. I consider the worst that can happen and develop my attitude. Due to the radical aspect of Islam, we cannot let Iran have the nuclear bomb. We must destroy this ability with whatever we have to do. Christians and Jews can have a mutual respect for each other to create a civil society. As you know, Islam cannot do that. How does he know that? As you know, Uh Islam cannot do that. Therefore, we cannot ever let Islam become a large part of our society. Muslims are naturally my 
open parentheses, our, close parentheses, enemy, due to their deep antagonism and bias against non-Muslims. Due to the natural resources of gas, your mother, Andy, Jesus Christ, <laughs> due to the natural resource of gas by fracking that we have in North America, we can eliminate the large purposes of oil from the Mideast countries over the next few years. Not needing that oil is an important world development that will happen over the next 10 years. In the meantime, and at that time, we must be constantly vigilant against the antagonism and aggression of Muslims against us. I've given some consideration by having a book written with the title Islam, Religion, or Cult. Oh. It would describe many things about Islam, but most importantly, describe and define where Islam crosses the line from religion to a cult. We must all recognize that Islam is a dangerous element in our society due to its radical aspects. He also sent uh, birthers emails. This is this guy ran a Meritrade, and then like fifteen years later, he's just doddering old idiot who believes all the shit that's in his inbox. Certificate of life birth can have names changed. Blah blah blah. Like he's just one of these. He likes he likes uh, helping Muslim schools in Africa. Why? I particularly like helping Muslim schools to show them that we are not bad people. Oh. Okay, so you want to convert them, basically. Mm -hmm. Islam in a nutshell. Joe, this is very high on facts. It shows how Islam works and the plan for Sharia law to become the law of the land. That's not true. <laughs> thought you would be interested. They have, they have emails from his son to him, like, Dad, uh, I recommend you go to Snopes.com and search <laughs> these stories before you post them. And his dad says, Thanks, Peter. However, I think Islam is a cult and not a religion. Christianity and Judaism are based on love, whereas Islam is based on kill the infidel and think of evil. So he's not listening. I've actually heard this lie told uh, out loud. It's important to understand that in some countries which well, with well under 100% Muslim populations such as France, the minority Muslim populations live in ghettos within which they are 100% Muslim and within which they live by Sharia law. The national police should not even enter these ghettos. What? There are no national courts, nor schools, nor non-Muslim religious facilities. In such situations, Muslims do not integrate in the community at large. The children attend madrasas. They learn only the Quran. To even associate with an infidel is a crime punishable with death. Therefore, in some, some areas of certain nations, Muslim imams and extremists exercise more power than the national average would indicate. Okay, that whole paragraph is a lie. That's been said a lot about countries where a lot of Muslims live. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It's, I'm assuming some of it is said here in this country also, but that's not true literally at all. I've heard that said out loud. Yeah, the police don't even go there. I'm like, what police force do you know mm -hmm. that just doesn't go someplace? Right. What mm -hmm. What police force is that? They go everywhere. This, this <laughs> by the way, have you ever seen French police or or let's say British police, not so much British police, but French police. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen them in action? They don't fuck around, man. Yeah. <laughs> they don't fuck around. They don't fuck around, man. The only, um, the only police I know um, are the Iraqi police, and that's because we were training them. Yeah. And they made us go into a certain neighborhood because they wouldn't go in the neighborhood themselves. Oh, really? Without yeah. us. <laughs> like, oh, we don't go there. <laughs> like, y'all the police. Like, and? So <laughs> Their point being? So, Today's 1.5 billion Muslims make up 22% of the world's population, but their birth rates dwarf the birth rates of Christians, Hindus, Buddhist Jews, and all of the believers. They bring Mus their drugs. Again, how is that possible? Muslims will exceed 50% of the world's population by the end of this century. Well, boys and girls, today we're letting the fox guard the hen's house. The wolves will be herding the sheep. Obama appoints two devout Muslims to Homeland Security posts. Doesn't this make you feel safer already? Shout out to Hannity. <laughs> um, 
so his son basically after this story ran his son tom apologized for his father's emails okay <laughs> while simultaneously trying to distance joe the father from the cubs <laughs> here's tom's statement we are aware of the racially insensitive emails racially insensitive in my father's account that were published by an online media outlet. Tom Ricketts said in a statement Monday, let me be clear, the language and views expressed in those emails have no place in our society. My father is not involved with the operation of the Chicago Cubs in any way. I am trusted with representing this organization and our fans with respect for people from all backgrounds. These emails do not reflect the culture we've worked so hard to build at the Chicago Cubs. Okay, so here's a question you just opened yourself up to, Tom. Your name, his name is Tom, right? The son is Tom. Yeah, here's a question. Hey, Tom. Oh, no. Did you give money to Donald Trump's campaign? I think they did. Well, then uh, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you are not, what was the word he, he said? The language and views expressed in those emails have no place in our society, but yeah. you know what does have a place in our society? The thoughts that make up those, th- <laughs> the language and views. Because you support a man who is pushing those thoughts. Well, here's Joe Ricketts on his website. He released a statement. I deeply regret and apologize for some of the exchanges I had in my emails. Sometimes I received emails that I should have condemned. Other times I've said things that don't reflect my value system. Why would you do that? Why would you say those in things? In private that? emails? I strongly believe that. <laughs> Why would you say those things? Who hit the forward button? I strongly believe that bigoted ideas. I don't say ideas, things that don't reflect my value system. Bigoted ideas are wrong. Who, who hit reply all? <laughs> <laughs> well, also the whole thing about how, like, not my value system. These are private conversations. It's not like you were saying something publicly that you were kind of coerced to say or forced to say. Yeah. You, you don't have to say anything. You can just maybe he's running for the 2020 presidential campaign. It's possible. I don't know. Joe Ricketts. <laughs> Did somebody go after Amy Clo- or Christine Gillibrand for eating fried chicken? I don't know. Is that a thing? I haven't heard about that. Huh. Let me let me Google that. We gotta wrap up in a second. Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah. it's about hour ten. I gotta get moving. Yeah. I don't think I heard about a fried chicken. Wasn't there a Kamala Harris thing about she's eating she fried ate? chicken? She definitely is not electable. Sorry. No, it was like it was like oh she's trying. It was like the hot sauce in my bag. Oh, yeah. which Clinton. I have. I just had to have this go around with somebody else the other day. I'm like, well, who Clinton says she carries her hot sauce in her bag? That's because she does carry around. <laughs> hot Where sauce. was you at two years this ago? This is a known thing. <laughs> <laughs> this was a known thing. Why else would he have asked her about it? Well, you <laughs> know, the Charlemagne the guy. It's you a just known know. thing that Hillary know. Clinton was carrying around hot sauce with her. That's her. Salad dressing. She said you can't normally get it, so she just carries it around with her. Oh, Christine Gillibrand ate fried chicken with a fork. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, listen. Is that why people are dragging her? That's <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, they're dragging her because of that. Listen. Oh, but she's got it up to her mouth, too. Have you ever had chicken grease on your fingers? Then shut the fuck up. <laughs> I believe we all have had chicken You will see black people eat fried chicken with forks and fingers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck is wrong. That's what you worried about? Your president is out here serving in, a McDonald's. In, invoking uh, serving a McDonald's, <laughs> invoking the trail of tears. Your president has got little kids separated from their families in concentration camps and they're never going to be reunited with their parents. So you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what the fuck you should do. Worry about that shit. Don't worry about how the fuck she eats chicken. 
Oh, kicking ass motherfuckers. They stopped at Kiki's Chicken and Waffles for a small business roundtable. Right off the bat, I'm trying to eat at Kiki's. I don't it's know about, about y'all. 20 black liters. <laughs> but I'm trying to eat at Kiki's. I know that, I know they use a full bag of sugar in this sweet tea. Just <laughs> yep. off the I'm trying to eat at Kiki's. Oh, here's the, here's the quote. Eventually, the food is served and Gillibrand starts to eat her fried chicken with a fork. She looks around, sees other people eating with their hands and says, um, Kiki... Do we use our fingers or forks for the chicken? That's what Kiki Kiki's. was like. Eat the goddamn chicken, girl. <laughs> so like, I, I think she's being semi-dragged for not knowing, as, as though she's never had fried chicken before. Maybe she hasn't. Maybe she know. hasn't. This Who is, the fuck this, knows? No one knows that fried chicken is technically a finger food. Maybe yeah. she doesn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That, I, that is true. Maybe she just doesn't know the etiquette of the, of Kiki's chicken and waffles. You have a fork and a knife. Yeah. That's for the and waffle mostly. Just. Yeah, but if you have a chicken breast with a lot of meat on it, you can just yeah. cut into that. Too. Exactly. If yeah. you got a breast, yeah. now if you've got all the, the syrup bone, on the waffles, yeah, gets it gets everywhere. Right. And if you have a bone in your chicken, you use your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah it's usually bone, it's chicken breast. Usually, yeah. you could use a fork and a knife. I've eaten chicken and waffles where I've just sliced the meat off the chicken breast. Right. Yeah. So I'm that. carving up a turkey because <laughs> you got the waffle underneath it. You get it all in one. You get it all in one fork. And you eat it, but then also it's it's sticky and messy. Did y'all hear Andy say he's eating chicken and waffles? Yes. Black people, did you hear that? I have. <laughs> I worked at Popeye's <laughs> in high school. Andy is putting his finger I, on the table. I know how to eat chicken. <laughs> I've eaten more chicken than a lot of our listeners. I used to take home 20-piece boxes every day. <laughs> and the biscuits, too. They keep well <laughs> for a good day or two. <laughs> but... but I also have used a fork and a knife for a chicken and waffle. Yeah, because uh, if it gets messy, mm-hmm. it was some greasy chicken. You I like go I'll, over to the. Fork. I like pouring the syrup all over everything, so oh, it's so like you, yeah, you like the sugar. You're you a real sugar head. You can't pick up the chicken. No. The waffle has syrup on it. It's gonna get on the chicken. It's no. like eating pancakes with your hands. Usually, when I'm with the bone, I'm about the. I don't really fuck with chicken and waffles though. It's a weird yeah taste combination. For I don't me. do it often, I but I don't care for it. Yeah, I've, I only had it once. I had it in L.A. because I feel like I had to go to. The, uh, Roscoe, Roscoe, yeah. Yeah. I did it, and I was—I really wasn't impressed. Yeah, yeah it was I mean, it's fine. I yeah. like those two things. I ended up separating it. <laughs> Chick- yeah. Oh, you separated? Yeah, oh, okay. like okay, this is, this looks good. I done it. Now I'm just gonna separate <laughs> this and put this here. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I see where they're going with this. But this is the shit you worried about. And like I said, in the meantime, children are separated right. from their parents for the rest of their if lives. You can't eat chicken. You can't run the White House. Right. That's what you're saying. She ate the goddamn chicken. First of all, she went to Kiki's right there. <laughs> and but then also, she, she asked. Yeah, and she did ask. So she didn't get it wrong. And like, when you don't know something, we you, I like you, the intellectual curiosity to ask. Hey, Kiki, I want to. I, I want to hear what Kiki's response which, was. Which girl, pick the shit up and eat it. Which none right. avoids Cory Booker's statement earlier. <laughs> yeah, where he's like, white people are scared to ask questions. <laughs> right. Clearly, she was. Like, Excuse me, am I not am I not eating this correctly? <laughs> Kiki, excuse me, Kiki, are you with me? Excuse me, um, this chicken. <laughs> Everybody else is Kiki could have trolled her. Kiki could have said, tie your hands behind your back and, and do it like a pie eating contest. Yeah, yeah like a pie eating contest. Dive in. That's how we do it in these like, parts. Okay, well, that's what Kiki says. It's our right. house, house rules. And a, you can use the fork and your hands at the same time. I've done that. Right. You, you fucking pull it off with the fork yeah. and then you pick it up with your fork. Because then there's some meat in the bones that you just can't get to with the fork in the knife. Also, by the way, it also depends on the restaurant. Like, if you get chicken out at a really nice restaurant, yeah. You're generally not gonna. At least black people, we won't go in with our hands on the restaurant because mm. there's too many white folks in there looking at us. It makes us right. nervous. But if we home at Kiki's, <laughs> where they use two bags of sugar for one gallon of tea, <laughs> I'm home at Kiki's. I'm using my hands. I don't. I don't mind. You know. 
Okay. Got to go to Kiki's little struggling ass bathroom to wash my hands. So yeah. Kiki's is a spell. How is the Kiki's? K I K I. Yeah, K I K I. Yeah. Apostrophe S. I need to go there. Now I'm familiar with Kiwis. K I K I apostrophe. I never heard of Kiki's. I know the kind of chew polish. I hooked that little blackface. Sit down and eat and eat. Roll your sleeve up a little bit. Yeah, because she was in her work clothes too. You got to got to factor another in. Thing. Yeah, she's in her she's in her. I'm running for presidential campaign clothes yeah. or whatever. I got to put I got to put napkins in my lap. I got to put shit all up in here. Cause yeah, it's all. And I'm still gonna get grease on me. It's, yeah. it's gonna happen. <laughs> you can't There's avoid no it. Possible way. I'm trying to minimize. You gonna get grease or a small fried chicken crumb somewhere. Right. <laughs> right. No, I'm trying to minimize this shit, but it's gonna happen. This is very flaky. You know. It's a very Maybe she ain't every fried chicken. Who the fuck knows? She, she white. Who she, knows? She asked Kiki. At least give her points for that. <laughs> yes. In the in in the middle, some people don't do that. Yeah. Is, they go with it wrong, and then they eventually find out they were wrong. Yeah. 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 No, it's like you're in school. You cheat off someone else's paper. Yeah. yeah. You watch how they eat. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I do it that way too. Okay. Yeah. All right. But they might be wrong. You don't know. You don't know. But if you see everybody using their hands, and then you're the only one prepping your your napkins. <laughs> Right, you're, you're folding the napkin, putting it in your lap. If you notice, no one is grabbing their silverware yet. Yeah, but their plate is almost empty. <laughs> <laughs> you might be wrong. Yeah, I mean, you can mess that up. You got to make sure you're on the, everyone's on the same page. Have you ever been eating somewhere and started digging in, and then people start saying grace, and you're like, oh, whoops, <laughs> well, that was on me. I mean, as you got collard green juice running down was the I side of your chest, okay, right. it's in your beard now. I was supposed to wait. Was I supposed? Oh, okay. I didn't know you guys did that. You know, your aunt got to say this thirty minute prayer. She got to. <laughs> oh, we hold hands around the table. This is weird. All right. How many brunches is is Rock Nation gonna have? They. <laughs> Motherfuckers must brunch every week. You got to brunch on Sundays. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap up. All right, let's wrap um, this one up. Hey, people, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, we enjoyed bringing it this to you. This is the, you know what? We didn't even think about this. Today is Valentine's Day. This Happy Valentine's 14th. Day Happy to you all. This goes out uh, on Valentine's Day. We don't have any shows. Day. You can go up to the draft house tonight and see uh, The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. We, uh, who's opening for that? I got an idea. Uh, so do I. So I we'll figure it out. We probably have the same idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the comic book nerd. <laughs> Mike P is looking at No, I was thinking about somebody else, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. But either one would work. I'm actually yeah. open. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, could, I, will, I could delete. Yes, they, want, of, they want relationship jokes and clean. I can delete a lot of the shit that I have yeah. in this no, upcoming Did calendar. you not hear what uh, we just said? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, I'll mind. be at the DC, <laughs> DC Comedy Loft Friday and Saturday, the 15th and 16th. I'll be there uh, with Shane Moss. So come to that, dccomedyloft.com. You can always come to our show on Saturday nights. You know that uh, the first Thursday in March, we'll have another show going at the draft. Yeah, we're trying to build it. New time slot, 730. 7.30. The 19th, I am at uh, Bus Boys and Poets in in, uh, Sherlington. So come on through. The 19th, Bus Boys and Poets, Sherlington. I'm in Haymark, Virginia with uh, Chelsea Short and um, David Hiltner. Trying yeah. to get and Griff and Griff music. I got asked to do that show, but I was busy. And then he offered me another date, and I forgot all about replying. So <laughs> maybe I'll get back to him. I don't even know anything about that room. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. This, he, um, Kevin Titt yeah. recommended me. Yeah, me too. And, um, it was weird. So yeah, it's gonna be. It, it might. Maybe I'll just. Leave <laughs> I know where I'm gonna find out how you did. Yeah. No, it was for you. <laughs> and then decide. Yeah. Then I'll reply. Because he changed. It, I went from doing 10 minutes to 20 minutes, but okay. it, it was weird. It was very weird yeah. inbox. Yeah. I only did it because Chelsea was on it. Yeah. <laughs> Strength in numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in case there's a Lee and Neeson walking around out of the Haymarket. Like, hey, man, I'm in blackface. He's like, yeah, never mind. There's, there's a group of us, man. You're not going to take us all on. <laughs> all right, I'll keep walking. I'll keep walking. That's on me. I'll keep walking. <laughs> That's on me. 
All right. So y'all come on back on Monday. Start heading over to that Patreon. Drop some money down. Yeah. You know, drop some money down. We're ticking up close to 200 patrons. We, we are ticking up. Just a few of you freeloaders. Just jump yeah, over there. Come on over. There's yeah. stuff for you over there. We want to thank Mike for sitting in. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank one you, of a fan favorite. Also a three guys on favorite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, y'all come on back with us. We'll be here for you. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I might be. Hey, and as a 50-year-old man, I have to tell you that uh, with three guys on, we're out. (laughs) Gang, Gang, gang. Gang.